Don't know why I did that, man. I spent so much freaking time trying to center this microphone, and now it's okay. Work with me! Hey guys, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Zartois, and I am so excited to be here with you guys. Not just today, not just in this time, but in this season. All right, and just freaking dang, man. Am I, can I? I can't. You're ruining this for me, Mike. Okay, you know, it's a beautiful season, not some sort of season of change or emotional growth. I mean the actual season of fall! Yeah! Okay, now maybe not officially, okay? Legally, fall starts September 20th or whatever, but I don't care. It's basically fall, and it's basically not good enough for you, okay? Basically, it's just almost. Not quite, but mostly, all right? Accept that. Is this healthy to eat? Yeah, basically. Oh, is is it safe to be doing this? It doesn't seem right. No, it's it's basically safe. Yeah. Is this outfit slimming? Do I look okay? Basically, you know? <laughs> basically is good enough, all right? You think my standards are too high for basically? They're not. I'll take it, man. It is basically fall. But it's the month of fall anyways, okay? It's like... Who cares? When you flip that freaking calendar, what do you see? Not sprinklers and ponds and birds or green groves. You see orange. You see trees. You see wet asphalt because that's what fall's all about. It's getting colder and crappier out and things are dying. Why do we like fall? I don't know, okay? I mean, realistically, I, I don't know where my admiration for this comes from. I didn't like fall for the longest time because I didn't even like Halloween, okay? That's the only thing that children like about fall is the idea of getting candy, and I didn't even like that. So fall was really just another hurdle for me to get through summer, which I love, all kids, you know, we got no school, but then you are like, oh, I got to get through all of fall just to get to Christmas, okay? So fall is just a block of my life that I despised, so... I don't know if maybe I've just developed some sort of Stockholm Syndrome where it's like, oh, my captor, they've got me. I have to experience fall. Why not embrace it and love it? Or if I just started having so many pleasant experiences like after I was out of school, like, damn, fall kind of rules, you know? But it's crazy because nothing about fall is really for me, okay? It gets colder. I don't like to get cold. I don't really like the color orange. All the pumpkin spice crap that comes out, I don't even drink coffee, but for some reason, when I see the stupid banners and billboards and commercials, pumpkin spice coffee's back at Starbucks, I go, yes! Everybody go get one! It's fall! But I'm never gonna have it. So I don't know what it is, but here I am, dude, 24 years old. Somehow in the past few years, I've developed such an intense love and emotional connection with the season. Where does it come from? We could dive deeper into it some other time. It's for therapy. But for right now, let's just accept the fact that we love it. Okay, football season comes in. It gets a little colder. Where's some warmth? Things are dying. But that's okay because it's beautiful. Death can be beautiful. I don't know what it is about fall. Okay, I really don't. Like, I don't care for orange. Don't care for pumpkins. I don't care for the weather. I don't care for the flavors. But, yeah, it's great. Isn't it not? It's just, now it's just this beautiful time. And I get so excited every freaking time it rolls around. And I'm wearing this too, dude. You think I'm not burning alive? Okay, because it's not actually cold out yet. Because it's basically fall. It's not actually there. So, I'm, I'm dying. Okay, I'm sweltering. All right, and that is just another word for burning alive. 
But that's what you do when you love fall, okay? When you love something, you sacrifice, you compromise, all right? And that's where I'm at right now. I'm I'm making the adjustments I need to be happy and embrace this season. Like, look at this, dude. I got this freaking, what is that? It's a couple dying leaves. And I bought it. Just a little taste, a little sample. I got this too. It's a truck. It's a pumpkin. I don't even care about it. But I saw it and I wanted it and I spent the money on it. Um, you know what is interesting? When I was getting those things, I, I got this, this stupid, you can't really see it. I got a calendar back there. And, you know, I didn't know that they don't sell 2023 calendars anymore. So I was trying to get a silly little, it's September, circle it around. Um, but <laughs> it's a 2024 calendar. So let me pull that back up. If you see here, we're in the little, it's like I'm a weatherman. So we've got a cold front coming in here. If you see we're coming in from the west, we've actually got a stupid decision by Tristan Sartoris not making good financial moves. But yeah, these are like the little small months. So for the next four months, we don't even have a real calendar. So, you know, that's what that is. I don't know why they don't sell 2023 calendars anymore. If you're just trying to get your life together and get organized this late in the game, like, hey, forget about it. It's too late for you. Get, get on to next year. You got no chance. It's over. So I'm a little bummed about that. But, you know, it is what it is. Just try to enjoy... Uh, the next season, I guess. But you know what? It's fall. I can't, man, I'm so excited. I'm so hot, but I'm just happy, dude. Is it okay to just be happy with things, even if they don't make any sense? I could dissect it further. I could go, why this? Why that? What's wrong with me? Where does it come from? What happened to my childhood? I don't care. You know what? I'm just happy. And I'm thrilled. I don't even need to dig below. All right? Is it a 14-layer cake filled with emotional growth and trauma and desires maybe perhaps but the top layer of icing is so delicious i'm only gonna eat this one um so i'm dude i'm just happy i'm just happy i'm, I'm hot and i'm sweating but i'm happy dude um you know what else i got these okay for this is not fall related but i got ninja turtle shaker cups yeah okay i don't even uh put my protein shakes in these um, you know what? There is a fine line between getting some things because they're nostalgic, your childhood, like all the Looney Tunes and things like this, and then genuinely wasting money. Um, and <laughs> we've crossed that line. So, yeah, I'm really excited to get those. So if anyone's looking for a good Christmas present for me, forget about it. I've already got it, okay? I've got Ninja Turtle stuff. It's full. I'm so happy right now. Nothing could ruin my day. Now... The superstitious person in me is a little bit weary about saying that, but I can't help it. I'm so happy, dude. I <laughs> I go back and forth between this, this feeling of saying, hey, things can't get any better. Things always work out for me. And then always being struck in the face by life. Like, oh, you think things are right? And I go, hey, whatever. It's getting cold out. It's all orange. There's pumpkin spice coffee being consumed everywhere. I'm fine. But, uh... Yeah, sometimes I get worried. I'm like, man, am I am I overdoing this? And then all of a sudden, somebody's going to fall down in my life. I'm like, gosh, was that my fault? Was I so excited that I was like, yeah, I'm things couldn't get any better. My family couldn't get any healthier. I'm just so excited that every single person in my life has good health. And like, ah, easy on that one. The more specific you go with it, it makes that whole, like, I don't really like to believe in, in jinxing something. But the more specific you get with something, it gets a little, ah, it's okay. You know, it's like, oh, I'm so happy that my dog is alive and well. And like, I, um, be careful with that. You know, be careful with that. So 
I can't help it. I'm so excited that my life is perfect and things always worked out for me. Bring it on, life. Is that a jinx? I don't care. I'm thrilled <laughs> to be here and standing and loving and laughing and having ourselves a time. Um, so what is going on, man? Outside of the excitement that is this season. I, uh, dude, I've had a couple misses that I meant to talk about on the, the last episode. When I was dog sitting, okay. Oh, Tristan's misses. <laughs> He's a Mr. Buddy misses. Swish. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, dude, when I was dog sitting, I forgot to mention this on the last one or the one before. It doesn't matter, okay? Maybe I've missed it a couple times. Tristan misses a lot. But, dude, when I left the last place I was dog sitting, I got home at like 2 a.m. And I'm exhausted. I'm like, finally, after 10 days, I'm here, laid down on my own bed. And I, I get under the covers in the blanket, fan on. I'm feeling cool. I'm feeling nice. I'm getting excited because fall is about to come up. And my eyes, bing, shoot open. And I remember that I left yogurt in the fridge, okay, at this house. Now, half of the container was gone. So really, there's about $1.80 worth of yogurt, right? There's just freaking pasteurized, expired milk, whatever you want to call yogurt. That's what I left in the fridge. And I wasn't like, oh, it's rude to leave, you know, your used yogurt and things. I'm like, I want that $1.80 worth of yogurt. That's my yogurt. So I get out of bed at 2 a.m. and I drive all the way across all the towns that I need to. And they're still not there yet. And I just... I don't know why, man. I'm so cheap sometimes, but I don't even know if it's cheap. I think it was just this, the feeling, the sanctity of possessions, okay? When something's yours, you got to go and get that crap. And I really wanted it. So I went there, I drove there, and I got the yogurt, and I drove back. And then, right before I got home, I remembered I had left some chicken there as well. Cooked chicken. Now, again, probably... $3 worth of chicken. All right, so I drive all the way back. Mind you, it's about 3 a.m. now. And I finally get the chicken. Now, I've used way more money than I would have in gas than if I would have just went and bought the groceries elsewhere. But I just, I can't help feeling when something, you know, it's like in Billy Madison when he's talking about the freaking dog. He's like, yeah, he's got a responsibility that you go out there, you find that dog. If your dog is lost, you don't look for an hour and then call it quits. You get your ass out there and you find that freaking dog. So I went out there and I got my freaking yogurt and I got my chicken. I spent an hour in the middle of the night going to do it and I drive all the way back home. It's about 3.30 now. And I remember that I left my headphones at the freaking place. So as I'm pulling back into the driveway, I've gone bang, 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 bang. I'm tired. I don't want to go back to this place. But when you have a responsibility to your items, dude, you drive again. Now, I probably used <laughs> $12 in gas for how far the journey is going. But I finally, like some sort of weird scavenger hunt, collected all the eggs throughout this house and got all my items and then finally went to bed around 5 a.m. And I don't know what the moral of the story is there, but uh, I wasted so much time trying to collect my own items that I should have already had with me and I got no sleep over it. So yeah, there's no point to the story, but I suffered, so I wanted to say it out loud so I got some sort of use for it, man. And that's what life is, dude. Sometimes you jinx yourself and you say, surely... 
I'm not going to forget anything here. Life couldn't get any better. I couldn't be more proficient with the time that I have. And I leave items scattered across the universe and I spend the rest of my life trying to get them. Now, how important are the things really to me if I forgot them in the first place? Probably not very. Oh, I don't know what that's all about, but that's what life's been like for me, dude. But I just, I have to collect all my food. That's important to me. My health and my diet is crucial, okay? And I, you think I want to be spending money on all this yogurt and chicken? I don't. It's gross. It's disgusting. And it costs more than the Cheetos. Dude, I've been buying fruit. Why is fruit so expensive, okay? Of all the things, I feel like that's the easiest. That takes the least amount of work. To make a Cheeto, it's got to take way more manpower and machinery. I watched the Flamin' Hot documentary, okay? They're doing all the things and inventing and spending time and the culture and ideas. An apple, you plant a seed and that's it, okay? You think money grows on trees? It don't. But the stuff you're giving me does. Why is that so much more than the crap that I want to have? And you got to spend more for a bad time. So anyways, I, uh, I spend money on these things that I don't like, and then I forget them because I don't like them that much, apparently. But I have to collect them because they are necessary. Um, so speaking of that, you know, a lot of the things in my diet when I'm trying to eat healthy are like sugar-free, you know, sugar-free syrup and this low-calorie bread. And what's the deal with that? We don't know chemicals, things and whatever. And the World Health Organization, the WHO, okay, they just came out with a thing that said, apparently aspartame in our studies, we believe is connected to cancer. And everyone goes, oh, no, that's not, that's not, as if we didn't know it before. Like, dude, you drink a Diet Coke, it's like, yeah, this is zero calories. How? Doesn't matter. Don't even think about it. You know? It's like we all know that there's no way that this stuff could be healthy to put in our bodies, but we don't actually want to think about it. It's just one of those things where you want to have plausible deniability. Or is that is that what the phrase is? Is that is that what when you like know something, but you don't have the official data, so you can't actually be held accountable? Dude, I'd make the worst lawyer. Could you imagine that guy in court doing uh, sir, I'm your honor. I mean, <laughs> starting off bad. My client, um, we say that he's got plausible deniability. Is that what that is? You knew, you didn't know about it, but we knew, but we didn't think we knew. Um, can we take a recess? Is that what that's called? Can we take a break, dude? I don't know any of the terms. I would love to get into court and then to represent myself and just flail. Okay. I think that would be so much fun for me to just think on your feet and use all the wrong terms and be like, I don't think you're making any sense. To me, I am. And that's half the battle, okay? Because sometimes I don't even understand what I'm saying. So as long as I get the gist, I don't know. I need a translator. I feel like the way that my brain works, I'm so... I need somebody to just understand me and go, hey... This is what he's trying to say. He didn't mean it to sound so ludicrous and outlandish. You know, he means that all things are peaceful and he actually does love camping. Camping's a nice thing. He didn't mean to attack it as hard as he did. I'm like, what? That's not what I meant at all. Camping sucks. You're fired. Your honor, um, I have plausible deniability that I didn't know that people were going to be as upset as they were when I attacked camping. I didn't have the data, but now that I do... I, I don't. I don't have plausible. I just still don't even know what that means. But anyways, yeah, so we found out that all this cancer stuff is linked to cancer. Um, so, I mean, one-to-one, -one, dude, when you got all these freaking cancerous chemicals, and you're like, oh, I think it's giving us cancer. 
it's not really a math problem you need to be solving, okay? But are we going to stop? I don't know, okay? Diet Coke sales are on the up, okay? You drink zero-calorie Gatorade. Why is it so sweet? Why is it so tasty? Why is the bread 15 calories? I don't understand the rules of science at all, but... I'm able to get all this zero-calorie stuff. And unfortunately, like I said, healthy food sucks. And it's more expensive. So now I can buy a zero-calorie Cheeto, but yet the apple is still eight times more expensive. Again, dude, you have to believe that, one, to make the Cheeto, and then to put all your cancerous research into it, that you can remove the calories... Is that not way more effort than whatever Johnny Appleseed's doing? He's like, oh, look, I did this, and now $1,000. So, I don't know. Maybe that's why I love fall so much, that all this crap's dying. Okay, all the apple trees, everything's going home. Like, yeah, no more of that. You don't get the, you don't get the freaking profit off the earth anymore. Okay, go and sell some Cheetos on the cheap. <laughs> sell all your food at a discount because it's rotting. Um, so, anyways... That's life, I guess. I don't know. Is anybody going to stop? Let me ask you this, okay? Are you going to stop putting the, the sweetener and the zero-calorie stuff in your coffee? Probably not. Because you're saving a few pounds, I guess. So maybe, theoretically, if you did the math, you're like, okay, well, by not putting on the 100 pounds, I probably would if I used as much full-calorie syrup as I do with my zero-calorie. Then, you know, I'm putting on tons of pounds. So maybe I'd die earlier of obesity... And whatever range that it is of cancer that people are like, you know what, I'll probably die similar, but at least I'm eating some tasty food. Okay? So you got to rationalize it however you will. Um, but thank God that zero-calorie things don't hurt us at all. Is that a jinx? Maybe people said that too much. They're like, oh, I'm so thankful that all the foods I eat don't cause me any harm at all. And then the world's like, oh, jinx. The Who, which is a silly name. The Who comes back with some research that it's bad for you. Ah, oh, shucks! I didn't want to believe it, Your Honor. Um, so anyways, that's what I've been thinking about a lot because I'm trying to eat so well. Um, so what else is going on, dude? I have been not necessarily going for runs. I go for some walks. And sometimes I start running a little bit. You know when the music kicks in just enough that you're like, okay, well now I'm kind of moving my feet to the percussion. Doom, doom, doom. Doom, 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 doom. And now you're like, okay, well, I'm picking up some, some speed here. Pick up the pace. And then you realize that I don't want to be running, you know? I'm like, what am I doing? Okay, the song's almost over. I've only got so many steps in me. So normally I just stop running at this point. But I keep having this little scenario where I'm running down the road. And there's a car that's driving with me. I'm like, okay, well, I'm running, and this guy sees that I'm running, so I, don't, I can't stop yet. I can't stop running while someone else is looking at me. I don't want someone else to see me giving up. So I keep running. I'm like, okay, he's going to turn soon. He's going to turn. Guy doesn't turn. So I have to go all the way to the end of the road. I'm like, okay, well, he's still going straight, so I'm going to turn. I get to the freaking road that I'm turning. I'm like, finally, as soon as I round this corner, <sighs> <laughs> stop running and I round this corner and the car turns the same way I do this keeps happening multiple times like oh for the love of God are you stalking me I have to keep running it's like I'm running a lapse okay so I think really the best inspiration for me to keep up anything in any sort of discipline is just the fear that some stranger is going to see me stop running so I ended up running all the way home um so 
don't know how to work that one out. I'm just curious if anybody else deals with that. Like, are you able to stop if somebody's watching you put some effort in and then you're like, ah, okay, never mind. It's over. It's over. You know, do you start doing some jumping jacks in the park and there's like three people around and let's say you get to seven. You're like, holy crap. I didn't, I, I, I didn't anticipate this being that hard. <laughs> are you able to just go seven? Oh crap. You know, I got to at least get to 10. You know, are you quitting that fast? I can't. If someone else sees me starting it, I gotta go the distance. I can't be the guy's like, okay, running, running. All right, that's that's enough for me. Oh, there's strangers here, okay? There's a freaking Jeep driving right by me. I gotta look like I know what I'm doing. So, been struggling with that a lot, man, physically and emotionally. So, I don't know, man. Again, nothing I say here really has value or a meaning or an overarching plot. I'm just talking and that's why you come here is for the thoughts and feelings that I present. They're raw, they're real. Go get a translator, go get a professor, okay? Try and dissect the prophecies of somebody who told such ridiculous nonsense that no one could figure it out. That's who I am. And may it be interesting to you. Interesting thoughts! Skip the details and the plots. These are some of my interesting thoughts. Hmm. I don't even actually have an interesting thought necessarily, but I wanted to hear the jingle. Um, you know what I will tell you? PlayStation has come out with their new freaking system, or almost, called the PlayStation Portal. Like, they're just trying to ignore the fact that the PlayStation Portable, the PSP, existed before. But here's the thing about it. The design is so ridiculously stupid that it's, it's a PlayStation controller and they just shove a screen in between the controllers. So you got two handles. It looks so bad, dude. It looks like zero effort, zero innovation went into this thing, man. So bad, dude. And then you still need a PlayStation to use it, to use it in front of it, right? Like to give you a good example for people who don't play video games. Imagine you're watching TV and then they come out with a new product where they take the screen and they can put it into the remote, okay? And not in a clever and pleasant way. There's buttons scattered all over the place. You're like, there's a screen here. This isn't that great. It's kind of, you know, abstract. And abstract, you know, is like weirdly good. You know, it's like Picasso designed this thing. And, you know, you can give, say it's, it's nice and it's pleasant, right? Picasso, oh, it's abstract, it's nice. I'm not trying to hate on Picasso, but, you know, let's be honest. It's just kind of weirdly pleasant okay if someone told you that you are abstractly beautiful you don't feel the same kind of warmth of someone saying hey you're gorgeous oh you're handsome right you go ah what hey can i just tell you you're weirdly attractive you know for some reason you're you're pretty good looking <laughs> what is that supposed to mean dude that's how picasso stuff looks and i don't mean to hate on the guy because he's not here to defend himself but you know what? Abstract art, it's 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 weirdly pleasant, right? It's weirdly nice. It's not structured. It's not designed. It's That's what PlayStation is made, okay? Just a weird Picasso little system. <laughs> so, again, you've got this stupid little remote with the screen in it, but then not only is it here and it's stupid, but you need to be in front of the TV to even use this. So why would I want to look at this stupid abomination when I could look at the actual product? It's a ridiculous notion that this is being made in the first place. Now look, I love video games as much as the next person, okay? I enjoy them, I play them all the time, but some of these things 
we need to just calm down on constantly creating new and new and new system. Okay, you can't tell me that the science and the design for these products are actually progressing that fast that you're like, no, new system, new system here. Oh, it's slimmer now, it's this, like what? There's no way, okay? You can't be innovating that fast, especially look at the freaking controller. Clearly no effort went into this stupid PlayStation portal, so you can't tell me that your team is developing things at this rate. But also, I know that's certainly not developing at the rate of my wallet, okay? I got nothing. I don't have deep enough pockets for this whole world, man. All the technology is like, new, 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 no, I have the pockets for this world, literally. Check this out, this is my pocket. This is as deep as it goes. Here's my phone, okay? That's as deep as it goes. I don't got deep pockets, all right? That's, I don't know who designed these shorts, okay? Probably a pickpocket. <laughs> this is probably who designed these shorts. Somebody who likes to pickpocket people. Like, all right, so here's the deal, okay? We're gonna make some very awful clothing that looks nice, but it's very terrible for keeping your belongings safe. Right, so someone walking around with the wall in the back pocket, things hanging half out. So we make this clothing very, very popular and we innovate it. We're not like some of that weird Picasso crap. We're actually gonna make it pleasant to the eyes. The people stop buying it, it becomes popular and we rob the world. Thank you, gentlemen. Sharks, I would like a thousand dollars. So that's kind of how I feel with these stupid shorts. And I don't know why that guy had an Australian accent, but I think somewhere deep down in my mind, I think Australians are just the <laughs> worst people. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love the Australians, but you know what? You guys must love to pickpocket because why else did I come up with that? Um, so anyways, yeah, I don't got the coin for whatever rate these people are pretending to be building upon themselves. Get something from five or six years ago. It's probably gonna be just fine, okay? So anyways, <laughs> that's what I've been thinking about. Um, I also went to go work with my grandma this week. Not with my grandma, for my grandma. And, you know, I can't lie to you and say I was excited to do it. There's just this feeling of guilt and pressure and responsibility to your family when they need you. Again, am I a chump? Kinda. But I am also a saint somewhere deep down that I'm like, okay, I know I can say no, but I won't. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna fight for you, Grandma. I'm gonna go and get the stuff done because that's what family's all about, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, so I, I went there to go do some yard work and the good thing about it was that I love when people have a misunderstanding on the temperature. Like to my grandma, it was blazing hot. She couldn't step outside for like a second. She's like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. It's probably the hottest day we've ever experienced. And it wasn't. It was so fine. I don't know what was going on with her temperature gauge, but she was like, oh, I'm so sorry that you got to work out on this thing. And I could have told her, hey, don't worry about it. I'm fine. Like, hey, we're going to tough it out. Okay, we're going to tough it out for you, Grandma. So I didn't do anything more special, but it's nice when someone else doesn't have a grasp on the circumstances that you look even more heroic than you are. I'm just pulling weeds. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's it's a thousand degrees out, but I'm getting it done for you, Grandma. And uh, <laughs> it's nice to feel cool. I can't lie to you. So, you know, did I play it up a little bit? We're like, yeah, dude, it's freaking burning. But, you know, we care. This is what family's all about. Um, so that's always great. And 
again, there's always this awkward moment where they give you the money. It's your family. You go, no, grandma, you can't pay me this much. Oh, yeah. You know, so you kind of have to pretend to decline it while you're counting it in front of them. But, you know, that's just it's the perfunctory nature of doing deeds. But again, man, I mean, I worked in such blazing heat. I was fine to accept the raise. <laughs> so it was all well and good. Um, although it was not nearly as hot as it freaking is now. Holy crap, dude! I'm baking! But it's fall! So, you know what? I'm falling on the sword for my beloved season. Um, you know what else? I don't really have much else to talk about, but I'm so excited because preseason has officially wrapped up for the NFL. And it's always great to see your team a little bit, watch them play. And, you know, it's crazy how fast you go from thrilled and excited. Finally, there's some football. Finally, there's something on. And they're like, okay, we've seen enough of this practice. Let's get to the real thing. Let's wrap it up. Okay. I've seen these guys pretend to care about scoring enough times that I'm ready for the real deal. Nevertheless, I was thrilled to watch all of these things. But you know what? After that first initial shock of, yes, there's football, there's players. I'm watching most of these preseason games just for the announcers because they don't have the mainstream, the popular guys who are in the booth like, yeah, oh, Jimmy's going to be running left down the field. They don't really know what they're doing because that's not their thing. Like, hey, no one can do it, so I guess we will. So it's like, oh, you know, he's he didn't know if he was going to be able to round that corner, but then he did. You're like, oh, that is some beautiful color commentary out of this guy. The Browns game that they just had on, they were talking about how many timeouts the team had left. He's like, you know what? It's really hard. You know, we're excited to get down here and score, but I just don't think we have enough time left because there goes our last timeout. And then we had all our timeouts. <laughs> I don't know what he was talking about. Then like eight minutes later, he's like, you know, it's actually good that they're in the position they do because the, a moron said, he was making fun of himself, that we only had one or no timeouts, but we actually had them all. So it's very fortunate. And you're like, what is, what is happening? But it's so funny because it's just normal guys, you know, and that's not their job. I think they're just hopping in the booth because they need somebody, you know? And if you've never done that i couldn't do that on the fly so it's it's always funny and you never know where they're gonna go dude they might just be talking about something random they were doing bits he's like yeah you think you're not allowed to have a drink on the plane he's like oh excuse me sir what is that in your hand uh it's nothing it, it looks like you got a drink in your hand no it's not a drink in my hand and you're like <laughs> what kind of sketch comedy show is happening in the background then they cut away from the game and they were watching these two unprofessional commentators just have their own little Saturday night live show in the middle of it and we don't even see the football so it's it's actually quite hilarious so if you don't actually care about football at all watch the preseason games sometimes because the announcers who aren't even announcers are actually quite hilarious and entertaining they're so much fun you never know what these guys are gonna say man yeah so I took up juggling this last weekend what no way how's that going yeah you know I'm just trying to figure out how to get all the balls in the air I don't know if you're supposed to what are you talking about? The guy's running for 45 yards on the sideline. I love them. I love them. They're special. And they're probably just like the team's accountants or something. Like, just get in the booth. Just talk about whatever. We need voices. Um, so I'm excited, man. Football's great, and it's part of the fall season. Guys, I think that's all I have to talk about this episode. Um, but I'm so freaking thrilled. I am burning alive. But I'm so freaking thrilled regardless to, one, be here and share this time with you. But also to just, again, relish in the season that is, man. So, you know what? If you don't like fall, you know, give it some time. Because I hated it for the longest time. So, develop some sort of weird attachment to it. Maybe you'll start, you know, suffering for it and, and wasting 
all your money on things that you don't need because, you know, you need therapy to unpack why that is. But you know what? As someone who took psychology in college, even half a class, I will say none of it matters because beauty's skin deep. So my love and appreciation for fall may be skin deep, but that's fine. Skin's deep enough for me, okay? That's basically deep enough. It's basically fall, and I'm basically so thrilled that we can continue on having the much fun that we do. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I love you. As always, contact the show if you'd like, at Tristan Sartoris on all social medias, or email at fullcircuspodcast at gmail.com. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Grab yourself a flannel, okay? If you like pumpkin spice coffee, go freaking get that crap. Get yourself a pumpkin. Lots of them. Why? Who knows? But enjoy that. The warmth, the colors, the breezes. Oh, it's nice. But it's basically perfect. And <laughs> that's good enough. So thank you guys for tuning in. I will see you in the next episode. Almost fell. <laughs>